0: Attention freelancers and solopreneurs, freelancers
1: and solopreneurs,
0: you are tuning into The Remote CEO, a show that will help you scale your business, become the authority in your market, grow into a better leader, and create your remote empire. And now, your host, acclaimed business coach and entrepreneur, Denier. What's going on, CEOs? This is Deniero B, and you are listening to the Saturday interview episode of the Remote CEO Show. I always make sure to have the most interesting guests and ask them practical and actionable questions so that you can take that knowledge and scale your business with it. So if you do enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to leave a review on your podcast app. It only takes a couple of minutes and it will make a big difference. Now, don't forget that we do release the five-minute episodes every single day at around 6 a.m. Eastern time. So subscribe to the show and you will get bite-sized, actionable content delivered for free to your device. Also, share this podcast with other fellow entrepreneurs, freelancers, and solopreneurs. You're on the rise, so it only makes sense that you share this journey with like-minded people. And don't forget that the more you talk about these topics with other people, the more you will understand them and make them part of your everyday life. And now, let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Derek Klein. Derek is an entrepreneur with one of the coolest backstories. He started a landscaping company in San Diego when he was right out of college. And in his first year in business, they sold over $2 million. And then the business took off from there. Now Derek is working on a second business, the Buildsters, where they specialize in educating homeowners and contractors in all things construction through content creation within the industry. Today, we'll talk about branding content creation, and much, much more. So stay until the end. Derek, how are you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me on the show. I'm very excited, man, to have you on the show again. Thank you. And as usual, I want to know where my uh, guests started. So why did you open a business? What were you doing before you opened a business? And what made you start your entrepreneurial journey?
1: Yeah, so I... We started the landscaping company last March, March 3rd, 2019 is kind of when it really kicked off. Um, But prior to that, I had graduated that last summer from UNR in in Reno, Nevada with a finance degree. So I was really just looking for work for for quite a while. One of my buddies, his stepdad uh, owned owned a company out here in San Diego. And at the time I was living in Reno. So, I moved to San Diego. I worked with him for a while. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I kind of wanted to do more though. I knew I always wanted to own my own business. I liked working for him because it was his business, and it was like very small. It was uh only a few people, but it was a, it was well ran and and we were making you know good money. So I learned a lot about you know kind of what's possible, and I knew that I wanted to do something on my own. I didn't know exactly what that was at first, I kind of wanted to start a consulting company just because. I wanted to still sell for him outside, but then do all the other things I wanted to do. When I moved to San Diego, um, right at the same time I was moving here, one of, the, one of my friends that I'd grown up with in Lake Tahoe, he was moving here as well from Chicago. And so we ended up getting a place together. Um, fast forward a couple months, I was working for him, but I wanted to do more. So I ended up quitting that job. My partner, John, quit his job we started mowing lawns and doing other shit on the side just to kind of make some side money. The goal is like 200 bucks a day. And, uh, and so we, we ended up kind of selling a a bigger size job and uh, in the landscaping, we like started a Yelp page and all that. And we were doing all the work ourselves Um, kind of fast forward, you know, we kept selling jobs, kept doing it, kept doing it. And then we ended up selling um, I think like a $35,000 job and we're like, all right, Let's, let's really focus on this. Let's do this. And, uh, and yeah, fast forward to there. We ended up kind of getting away from doing the work ourselves because that's not where our background is. You know, we're more on the sales side, the business side, really building a brand. And that's what we focused on. So through the relationships we created with our suppliers and, uh, you know, people within the industry, because we were kind of building a little bit of a name for ourselves with the suppliers that we had just because we were selling jobs and ordering materials because let me preface by saying we, we more focused, we don't really focus on the maintenance side of landscaping at all. We don't really mow lawns. We don't really do any of that. We're more focused on construction, redesign, build, you know, walls, pavers. We do some pools now, um, all things like that. So we were, we reached out to one of our suppliers and said, hey man, we, you know, we're selling a lot of the jobs, but we need help with the work. And RCP block and Rick, who's our main block supplier. He uh, one of the guys, Craig Finch, he hooked us up with this guy named Jorge. Uh, Jorge Chimon. He's now our, our third business partner within the landscaping company. We got together last November or so so we've been together for almost a year and um, since January 1 of this year we're at about 3.8 million in revenue. So um, things popped off really quick. It was really, it's been really fun. It's continuing to be fantastic. You know, it is a huge maker in landscaping, especially here in San Diego. We call it the landscape capital of the world just because, you know, the weather's perfect all the time. It's, you know, the, the land is all hilly and whatnot. So you need walls, you need, you know, you need landscaping here. So, um, and, the, and the money's prevalent. So we, we love it here. It's been fantastic. And, uh, and yeah, that's kind of the story
0: behind the landscaping company. That is super cool. So you kind of do the hardscaping stuff, right? Like you do the construction side of things and and building the, uh, you know, building gardens, building, building like backyards and front yards, right? Correct. Yeah. That's me. Okay.
1: Oh, hold on.
0: You there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry, you froze a little bit. Um, okay. That's, that's totally fine. Well we'll got, I'll get, uh, my, um, my assistant to take care of this anyway. Um, okay, so let fine. me ask you the second question in the meantime. So what did they you know how to start a landscaping business, like a hardscaping business? Because as you said, mowing lawns is not that hard. You just knock on doors and, and you just uh, be like, Hey, can I mow your lawn? Yeah. But when it comes down to what you do right now, Like, did you have to invest in machinery, heavy equipment and all that great stuff? Or did you reach out to the suppliers and the suppliers hooked you up with the equipment as well?
1: Yeah. So, you know, at first when when we were doing it ourselves and, you know, I really wouldn't have changed the way we did anything because we learned a lot. And, you know, we were really in the mud no, no pun intended, yeah. but, yeah, exactly. you know, we were really doing it ourselves, like really in there learning and, uh, you know, it was a grind. For for about seven months of last year, we lived in a trailer. Um, we sold everything, bought this trailer, we were living in it, taking it to trailer park to trailer park, depending on where our jobs were, uh, just because we felt that that was the best way. We had one truck and we were kind of just doing it on ourselves. So, yeah, over time we bought equipment and we bought some tools and whatnot, but um, you know, I have a lot of friends that ask me about it cause they see it on social media and they see, um, you know, the landscaping company and what I'm posting all the time. So they're always asking, and we've actually had a few of our buddies try to start a landscaping company. And what I would say and what we did and what really changed the game was, you know, we found partners, people who, with the tools, you know, basically we yes. are a, a broker for, for landscaping, you know, we, we knew the business side, we knew how to build a brand, we knew how to sell, um we basically created the entire structure. And then we went out and found people who maybe don't have that background, but have all the expertise, the skills, the tools, the guys, the trucks, and and all the other aspects of landscaping. We found them kind of joined forces and and put each other on, you know, and, and really, took off running. So I'd say if you're really looking to start a business, especially within like the landscape or construction industry, find what works best for you. Actually really any, any industry, find what it is that you're good at and whatever you're not good at, go find somebody who's willing to take the risk with you and take care of their part, you know, because business is all about relationships and really putting your trust into the other people. You know, sometimes it doesn't always work out, but when you find the right guys and you have the same vision, you know, you're going to make things happen. So that's what I would say is like, in terms of the tools and all of that, go find somebody who's got those, or obviously you're going to have to spend a little money. You can't, you know, we, we spend a lot of money kind of at the startup, but um, you know, that's, that's more what it's about. Find those partners who
0: are willing to kind of take the risk and, and just put your foot on the gas. For sure. You know, I do want to talk about the trades for a second, because this podcast has all been about, you know, know, running your business remotely and uh, creating relationships online and working from your laptop. But at the same time, there's a huge, huge, huge opportunity. in the trades, as you said, not only landscaping, but even construction. Yeah. So I wanted to really talk about this thing. You said something that really, really was super interesting to me. You said you're almost like a broker. Mm -hmm. So you get the jobs and then you find people, they're going to be able to do the job in the best possible way. So, how important it is to develop those relationships and how did you find these relationships at the beginning when you were basically new to the industry
1: yeah we i mean the relationships are everything that's the reason why we are where we're at you know we have some of the best guys uh on our team now and you know any job that we sell there's not anything that these guys can't do you know so how we found them like i was kind of mentioning at the start is through our suppliers, you know, we reached out and we started talking to people. We told people what they want. You know, everyone's all about manifesting things. That's what they say. You know, I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to manifest this. Well, I mean, I agree with the manifesting, but it's much more than that. You know, it's it's about going out and taking the action. And, and you know, if you manifest it by going and making the call or sending the email, that's completely different. You know what I mean? So um, for us, it was just talking to our suppliers, talking to people within the industry and telling them. Telling them our goals and our vision, and you know, if they had an opportunity, we'd say yes. Um, and you know, we, we've pretty much always just said yes and figured it out along the way. You know, so the relationships are everything. The trades are very interesting because there's a huge generational gap between where our world is right now and and where the construction world is, and that's kind of why we started the Buildsters. Um, and that is more kind of an educational platform, but really we want to be kind of like the barstool sports of construction, you know, really kind of make it cool yeah. and you can make a lot of money in construction. You know, I think it gets a bad name and I don't know if that's from college or, or what it is, uh, why the younger generation isn't so into the trades. I, I don't really know what exactly it is. Cause it get, does get a bad rap. Like it's hard work, it's dirty work and it's really not, you know, it's, it's kind of beautiful stuff and we really just kind of want to showcase that. So, um, the buildsters
0: is uh, is kind of our next venture in that. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to get into the buildsters. I got a few questions actually about the buildsters coming up, but before we get to that point, I uh, also wanted to really bring up a very interesting thing that you just said. There's that generational gap for people that are amazing with their hands at building things and knowing exactly the materials, the costs of everything, but they may not have the digital skills to get their name out there. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I actually wanted to, do, I just want to leave my listeners with a few actionable tips that they can bring home right now. So if someone was interested, not necessarily in, in um, again, in hardscaping and in landscaping, but even in constructions in general, three tips that you can give our listeners so that they can really build almost like this brokerage system that you were talking about with mm-hmm any of the trades, let's say carpentry, for example, what should they start looking at when they're looking at building something like that?
1: So again, I think it's definitely meeting somebody who has those skills and kind of looking at it as I'm going to be this guy's, I'm going to showcase this guy, how magnificent he is, guy or girl, whoever you find, who kind of has the skills. If you're the one who has the skills, find somebody who knows the social media side of things you know, um, what we really focused on was building a presence online. You know, we created a Yelp account. We created a home advisor account. We created an Instagram. Uh, we created a Facebook and really kind of showcased everything on there because there's not much of that on there. You know, on our our landscaping side of things, we have about 4,000 followers. Now, um, we post stories every day of our work. We post before and after pictures. Um, and we're kind of just more real on there. You know, it's not like we're, um, hiding anything it's we're Mm -hmm. we're more just kind of showcasing what our day-to-day life is and people really like that and what we found is that we get more leads from our instagram than anywhere else at all like we've turned off our yelp we've turned off everything else because we get so many leads off instagram that and then when they see the instagram you know because the big thing with contractors is they get a bad rap for not being trustworthy or the work might be bad, you know, but when they see on our Instagram with the quality of the work, you know, they see kind of who we are. They can follow their jobs on the story every day. They love that. And they pretty much don't want to go with anybody
0: else right yes, right away. A hundred percent, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you with my no, <laughs> like waving my finger there, but I'm just thinking about that. Actually, um, I, I, what you said right now, like people can check the Instagram st- stories to see the development of their jobs. That's absolutely, yeah. uh, you know, eye-opening for people. They're still trying to figure out how do I build that relationship with my potential clients, with my network? You do mm-hmm. it that way. You, you do it by really, as you said, just like filming what's going on in your business right now. It's no polished stuff. It's just, here's what we're doing right now. We're getting dirty in the mud. Like you said, we're here building this home. And it really, it's a game changer. Talking about content creation, man. Uh, the Buildsters, let's get into it. What, uh, yeah. what is it, what do you guys do, and what are you planning on doing in the future with it? So
1: the Buildsters, we, um, there's kind of a little bit of a backstory with it. So I think in early summer, um, there was a radio company, radio show company out here, KCBQ, that reached out to our Instagram, JJ's Landscaping Instagram. And uh, they asked us if we wanted to host a, a, a show called Can You Dig It? Which was basically a, what kind of the Buildsters is, is a, like an informational resource for homeowners and, and for contractors. So they wanted to kind of start that show. We said yes. We thought it was great. We started doing it. Uh, we turned it into more of a podcast. Um, and then we really, you know, because we always were talking about Uh, creating more of a brokerage for all of landscaping in general, instead of all of construction in general, instead of just landscaping, kind of what we were doing, you know, really taking it to the next level. And then through this podcast and through this show, we realized that, um, you know, it does get some traction. People are interested in it. Let's kind of take it to the next level. So we hired a marketing company within the Buildsters, you know, um, and this was all being funded by JJ's at the time. And, you know, so we hired a marketing company, told them what we wanted to do. We partnered up with them. They're, they're named mind groove. They're fantastic. And you know, they, they were like iffy on the can you dig it name. So they presented some other names. Um, and one of the names was the buildsters at first I was like, I don't know. It's a little corny, but then, uh, you know, once you say it a, a few times, you re- it feels really actually like an established name within the industry, you know, anybody, yeah. can be a buildster, it's really encompassing and, uh, and then you know they they made an awesome little logo too we got it on this nice table. man you oh what's established you know That's what i mean cool. and then there's no, like for sure album that we got so it looks good it looks established and and so we've been working with them on really creating a, a presence and really um you know we built a website that just launched last week uh it has all our podcasts on there we're basically focused on creating constant uh, content for the partners that we work with. And our first partner that signed on with the Buildsters, basically as the Buildsters being their marketing company, their content creating company uh, was RCP Block, the guy who introduced us to Jorge Chimon, who really kind of set yeah. up our, our landscaping company. So they kind of put our trust in, in uh, or their trust in us to really kind of take over their marketing. And so far it's it's been fantastic. You know, they're very happy. We're very happy. Um, we, we make about four to five videos for them a month all super high-end high quality we have a, a, a production team in-house um, that kind of handles all of that and then our our focus and our goal is to really create as many partnerships as possible so we're with the san diego loyal soccer team here we're with uh, the lake elsinore storm which is a, a affiliate of the san diego padres like up about 50 minutes away from us um, you know, we're, we're just really connecting with all different types of contractors from, you know, not just landscaping anymore. Now it's, we got California deck pros, we got KSH construction, uh, Imperial sprinkler supply, just all different people within the industry to basically create a trusted network of, of contractors, of guys within the industry, suppliers, manufacturers. To create, uh, you know, more of a a better experience for homeowners, or you know, even commercial at some point, but um, to kind of get away of that stigma that that the industry currently has, you know, we want to kind of create something cool. We're like I said, we're trying to kind of be the barstool sports of construction. That's kind of the goal, you know, really make it cool, yeah. fun, entertaining. Um, but also educational so that you're, you're, there's a purpose for why you're here and why you're watching this stuff, but you can also sit and watch the videos for hours because they're entertaining, you know, or listen to the podcast. We got different people on all the time to kind of highlight what they do. And we do a similar type podcast, like how you're talking about doing everything from home. Same thing. We uh, just kind of talk about um, what our guest does within the industry. So
0: it's a lot of fun, awesome, and man. I'm, I'm excited about it. For sure, man. It sounds super, super cool, but also very innovative. And and that's why, actually, one I wanted to ask you, where do you see the construction industry in the next uh, five to ten years? You, uh, Of course, you probably see yourself as one of the main players, but where do you want to see this industry in the next five years?
1: I don't really think – I mean, I think construction will continue to be one of the biggest industries ever, you know, I don't think it's going to stop San Diego. I mean, every city, it's at the, the heart of the city is the construction, you know, the downtown buildings, you know, the suburbs, everything, you know, so uh, I just want to see construction being more thought of and appreciated as uh, a big player within all the different industries of business. You know what I mean? Because right now, it's kind of looked down upon and Uh, I I hope we can get away from that. I know everything's kind of moving towards working from home. So I think, um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to be involved within the industry, um, even from working from home, whether you're an architect, a designer, uh, or just a broker within kind of the industry. So, um, you know, I, I don't really ever want it to stop. I'm hoping that, you know, we can really prove to the San Diego market with the Buildsters that the Buildsters is... Uh, kind of the best way to go about things. And then we can take it from market to market and really create that trusted network of people so that really anytime there's any construction project going on, the Buildsters will have a
0: hand in it. That's super cool, man. Listen, thank you so much for being on the show. They did mention before the show, before we started recording that you guys are launching a website. So yeah, first off, where can people find you on Instagram and where can people find you online on your website?
1: Yeah, so... Um, the great thing about the Buildsters also was like, can you dig it? There was already an Instagram page and all of that stuff. So the Buildsters, <laughs> nobody's ever had the Buildsters. So we have the Buildsters.com, which is beautiful. We have the Buildsters on Instagram, the Buildsters on Facebook. You can also follow our landscaping company if you'd like. It's JJ's Landscaping SD on Instagram. We also have a website for that too. Um, but you'll find all that same content on, on the Buildster site. So check out the Buildsters. Um, you can find our podcast on pretty much anywhere there's uh, you know podcasts available all different platforms Um, and then you can follow me as well personally on instagram at Derek Cleland D-E-R-E-K-C-L-E-L-A-N on Instagram Facebook all of those too so I'm
0: always putting out content um, to kind of showcase what we got going on so awesome Derek thank you so much for being on the show and I'm looking forward to having you back in the future yeah thank you
1: man I appreciate it see ya see ya
0: And this is it for today. CEOs, thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section and... To show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again, and I will talk to you again soon.